Alright, let me make sure my, my sound is on point. Hey, okay. Oh. How are you, man? Hey, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Relax. I am. I am nervous. Yeah, we're gonna have fun, man. Oh my gosh, I'm ready. I'm ready. generation the only reason why i played mm. it was for the um how do i say for the online scene just for the tournaments and to battle online but other than that the current generation kind of put me off pokemon i'm like i'm done with this game i'm done with this series i'm out they're not going to do anything better and then they came up with what was it about that put you off um pretty much it's so sword and shield was the first game to come out on the switch first pokemon game to properly come out on the switch and we were all expecting the kind of jump that zelda and mario did because when mario yeah. first came out on the switch it was amazing right 3d graphics it was great zelda came out on the switch 3d graphics Ooh, that was looking clean as fuck bro, Zelda was looking clean. i was like i might get a switch just for that Bro, I'm telling you, it's actually worth it. Breath of the... Uh, if you're going to get a Switch, get the new OLED because Breath mm. of the Wild on the new Switch OLED screen looks mwah, to die for. To die for. Mm. And then we were all expecting Pokemon to be the same. And Pokemon just came out with this dead out 3DS game that came out. On, it, it felt like it was still in the past generation, but they just released it on the Switch and it was just so disappointing. Mm. But now they finally made this new Arceus game and it's made everyone go, oh, oh, this might be the one we've all been waiting for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. I just saw, I saw some screenshots and like some gameplay snippets uh, yesterday, I think it was. And I was like, shit, this looks a, a lot different from the Pokemons that I recognize. I think the last one I really put hours into was shit probably diamond and pearl man dude <laughs> bro <laughs> you know why that's funny it's funny for a different thing they actually remade dining and pearl <laughs> and it's actually coming out alongside the new Arceus game so it's called brilliant, wow, okay, it? Okay. brilliant diamond and shining pearl new remake okay. for the switch Shit. <laughs> oh, and it's like coming full circle for me, man. Yep. Damn. <laughs> damn, damn. That's There's dope. no such thing as a coincidence. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. Episode two. I'm back again. And I am yes. nervous as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
I feel like you know we're we, we, we gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. I feel like <laughs> after going through the last one, I feel like I was so tame. I wanted to tell you I wanted to say so much more vaunchy questions, but in my head I'm like, maybe this is going a bit too far. <laughs> so I didn't say most of them. And I'm like, oh shit, maybe I should have said more. So now I feel now I feel nervous. But anyway, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. <laughs> going too far is literally like my it's my it's my mission statement. <laughs> it's like let's go too far. Let's let's be too much today. Okay. Today we're going yeah, too man. far and we're being too much. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Oh. But yeah, I don't. I don't know where it's gonna lead. I don't know where it's gonna lead. I started off with like, like when we spoke about it, I told you I had two questions. Yeah, and that developed itself over time. Oh jeez. And yeah, so it's interesting. We gonna we gonna you know, there's potential in where we can go and where we can travel with this one. Okay. Yes. You are the All maestro right. of today. Cool. Oh, yeah, man. So just to to reiterate. The the agreements, uh, <laughs> anything goes in the realm of questioning, and nothing is required to be to be answered. There is no expectation of responses or answers. Okay, Me plead the fifth. <laughs> I agree with these terms. So <laughs> so, all right, man. Shit, let's get straight into it. Let's okay. get straight into it. Damn. Right. What's the first color? What's the first color that comes to your mind? Blue. What's the first number that comes to your mind? Ah, I think it was 13. Mm. What's the first shape that comes to your mind? Oh, sh- I think it was a triangle. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. So a, Interesting. A lot, a lot of shapes went through my mind, but I think triangle was the first. <laughs> Blue 13 triangle. Blue 13 triangle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I what is your favorite color? Blue. I think that's why mm. I think that's why blue was the first one because blue is my favorite color. That's why blue came to mm. my mind, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what's your favorite number? Um, that's the thing. I don't think I have a favorite number. I think it would be three, only because mm. of uh charmed. And how three is the magic number. And I used yes. to watch Charmed a lot as a kid. Yeah, man. Prue was my witch, man. I'd smash her too, man. <laughs> that white lighter. He he knew what was up, man. Angel came oh, down and saw Prue and he was like, mm, I need that ass. Boy. <laughs> Boy. It it go down. It go down. <laughs> Charmed, man. It was like was it channel four, channel five that it came on? Um I just remember watching it on a Saturday afternoon at some yeah. point. Actually, that's a really... I think it was five. Five? It has to be five because four had more raunchier stuff on four. I think it was five. Yeah. Yeah, Channel 5 was like the the left field stuff. Yeah. Like, um, the, do you remember The Tribe? This thing called The Tribe. That came oh. on Channel 5. I don't remember that. I've heard of it. Man... It was like this post-apocalyptic thing with these teenagers who were like living their own lives with face paint and shit. <laughs> I don't remember that. Damn. Boy. I don't remember. And there was that dating show singled out with um what's his name? Richard Blackwood. Oh, I don't remember that either. Man. 
Man, there's a lot Channel of TV on this one. That shit was funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> was it Channel? F- I'm so confused. I don't know now what channel I watch Charmed on. I just, I just remember I would watch it with my mum as well. My mum and my sisters, we would all gather mm. around to watch Charmed. And it's so weird because my mum was so religious and yet she's yeah. allowing me to watch all this demon magic shit. And yet when I was reading Harry Potter, she will come home and be like, in church today, did they not do the uh. Harry Potter because he put the devil in your mind? I'm like, what? You make me watch a demon fucker witch on Charmed? <laughs> yeah, I can't read Harry Potter. What is this nonsense? Oh, man. That was, that, that was a strange time. <laughs> that was a strange time. It was like, yeah, they were the, the adults. Like, yeah, Harry Potter, that's, that's devil shit. Pokemon is devil shit. Beyblade is devil shit. And it was like, yo, Yu-Gi-Oh is devil shit. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're all singing and dancing to Spice Girls and their raunchy music with our parents. It's like, yeah, it was a very strange time to be a child. <laughs> damn, damn. But I realized they were right. It is devil shit. <laughs> <laughs> not in the way that they understand it. I so almost spat up water. <laughs> How is it devil stuff? I mean, charm yeah. definitely. Charm definitely was devil stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But how is it's, Pokemon so and Harry Potter? It's it's devil stuff. I'm saying it with like quotation marks in the sense that it puts power into someone who is not the the sky daddy god. <laughs> in that sense, you know. And they're all about summoning spirits, essentially. Like summoning spirits and monsters to do I your guess, bidding. I guess, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I, uh, by, by the way, ladies and gentlemen listening, God is dubbed Sky Daddy. That, that is who <laughs> God is. He, always and forever Sky Daddy. That is... Old Testament Christian God. Sky Daddy. Okay. Oh, I freaking love it. Oh, good old 90s. How we miss you. What a time. Yeah. All right. So, next question. Okay. What is two times two times two minus two? Oh fuck you! Divided by two. Oh fuck you! Plus two. You're such a bastard. Fuck you! Wait. So two times two times two. So two times two is four. Four times two is eight. And then you said divided by two. Minus two. Oh, minus divided two. Divided by two. Minus two, two is six. Divided by two is three. Plus two is uh, three for five. Interesting. Interesting. Or did I do that incorrectly? It depends on which standard you're going by. <laughs> well, I just did it in the sequence because it was two times two times two. Two times two is four. Four times two is eight. And then you said, what was it? Two times two times two, and then divide by two? Minus two divided by two. Oh, minus two. Wait, sorry. Yeah, minus two is six. Divided by two is three, and then plus two is five. All right. Okay. I'm crap at math if that's wrong, so whatever. Not at all. Not at all. If you go by the sequence, that that is indeed how, how it it works out. Oh, what? But what am I supposed to do it in the Bodmas way kind of thing? What's what's the Bodmas way? Ex- enlighten us. B- b- is it b- uh, brackets? Um, what's the O? Oh, I don't fucking know what the O is, but I know it's brackets, 
do the brackets first, do the old thing, then do the division, then multiplication, then addition, then subtraction. So if you did it that way, what would be the answer? Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, uh, I don't fucking know, man. No, no, I'm stupid. Answer is five. God damn it. I'm dumb when it comes five. to math. All right. Well, let's <laughs> go with five. I'm stupid. Okay. I'm a dumb fuck. If you speak it, then so shall it be. Okay, then I'm a genius, I'm godlike, and I will rule the world one day, and you shall all see and bow before me. If you speak it, so shall it be. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm waiting for that day then. Great. Hey. All right. What toothpaste do you use? Um, right now I'm using, I believe it's Aquafresh. Uh, it's Aquafresh here, yeah, but in, in the UK it's Colgate. So in the UK it's Colgate, mm. in America or Japan it's Aquafresh. Smell your breath. Mm. Does it have fluoride in there? Um, actually, I should go check that. Actually, it's going to be in Nihongo, so I'm not going to go check that. I don't know. I will check that later for you. I don't know the country mm. for that, you know, um, that substance. So <laughs> I'm going to have to do research on that later. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, is Mark Zuckerberg human? <laughs> oh shit! Um. <laughs> well, okay, okay. We have to. We have to. Uh, we have to come at this at a few angles. So, um, if we just look at him. Yeah, I guess he is human. But technically, I cannot assume to be human because I wasn't there when he was born. So, and I've never met the guy. So I'm just assuming that he is. But I have heard rumors that he is technically maybe a lizard person. Um, I don't know if those rumors are true. There are other rumors that Zuckerberg is some kind of cyborg. Don't know, maybe. Um... But by my standards, is he human? I don't know. Maybe. I'm, I'm going to assume so. Because he looks human and acts human. But because of what he's doing with Facebook, I would say he's a bit more of a monster. Because Facebook is fucking up the world and it seems like he doesn't give a shit. So maybe he's part human, part monster, part kind of genius. Slightly, I guess. So that's my answer. Mm. What would be the implication if he was reptilian? And what would be the implications if he was a cyborg or an android? Um, if he's reptilian, then I guess that means that there are a subspecies reptilian race that is pretty much using Zuckerberg. Maybe he's a higher up or maybe he's a leader. We all know but he's using Facebook to just fuck around with humans and just mess with the human race. Um, maybe they want to just control human beings, I guess, if he's a reptilian dude. Um, if he's a cyborg, that, that means we're just fucked. We're fucked. This is um, Terminator style. What's, what's, the, what's the AI in Terminator? That's pretty much that. That shit's happening. It's using Facebook to just slowly rule over the world so that's what that is so those are the implications uh, pretty much both implications is they're fucking with humans and they just want to rule the world and control human beings it's pretty much the implications of both of those just one is a bit more mm. one is a bit more 
I guess, extreme than the other. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. All right. Cool. Cool, man. <laughs> that was a that was a great one. <laughs> okay. That was beautiful. All right. Oh no. So let's let's dive. Let's dive. Okay. Swan dive and then the night of your Yes. The old spice commercial. Who are you? Psychological Um to be honest, I don't know. I don't know who I am. I'm technically still finding myself. I don't think I'm fully aware of who I am. So I'm gonna have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> like I could come up with I can come up with a name and a country and a few words, but to actually try and explain who I am, I don't believe I will be able to do so. And even if I would, I don't believe there are correct words in the English language or maybe any language to actually fully explain it. So how how far have you gotten on this, this journey of finding who you are? How far have I gotten? I don't know. I guess, I guess I am more, I understand more of myself way more now than I ever have. I guess, I guess that's good. Yeah, I guess compared to where I was when I was, let's say, a teenager. When I was a teenager, I had no idea who I was. (laughs) I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing. I was mostly, my whole thing as a teenager was wing it, just wing it, just go with the flow. Whatever happens, just jump on it and just see where it takes me. I'm kind of still like that now because I like the whole going with the flow situation. But at least I have more of a grasp of, I know more of what I can and cannot do and what I expect from myself and what I expect myself to do. So I guess I have more of a grasp for how I would react, not how I should react, how I would react in certain situations and more of who my internal being is more of what is underneath all of the skin and bones and tissue and all of that stuff. So I guess on the journey, I guess I'm almost there. I would say I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm still missing, still missing something, still missing a few things to get there. And I don't know what I'm missing. I don't know how to get them, but I know I'll get them sometime. I just gotta keep going. Unknown unknowns. Unknown unknowns. That's a good way to say it. Because it's like, it's not like I don't completely know who I am. I just don't know. I just, I'm really bad at explaining as well. I don't know how to fully explain things and let alone myself. So once I fully, I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, I'm completely me now. Then I'll be able to have a full a better uh, description of who all of this is. (laughs) I'm not quite Mm. there yet. What would you feel? What would it feel like? So even though you don't know what those missing pieces are, what would it feel like when they are there? 
I feel pretty much complete. Like I'm not 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 complete. Like awake, fully awoken, fully fully free to be and who I'm, who I am. Like I feel like there are still roadblocks in my mind. Like there's these mental walls that I have to somehow break down to completely understand like my completeness. So I guess it will feel like I'm finally complete. I'm finally fully, I can fully see the picture of who I am, where I'm supposed to go, what I'm supposed to do. And this is who I am. And boom, just just roll with that and just go kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Damn, psychological business going on right now. Yeah, we're getting into it, man. Getting into it. Yep, 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 yep. How comfortable are you how with com- the idea Ooh, okay. of death? Oh, how how comfortable? I, I'm fully on. <laughs> okay, so this is a weird one, all right? To answer your question, I'm fully comfortable with death. I feel like we as we as a society, we have this thing where people don't even want to talk about death death is something that um you don't want to see you don't like people don't even want to see how they eat food they eat meat all the time but they don't want to see the animal getting killed they just want the thing in front of them so they can eat it and they're so detached from death and it's like i feel that that's so stupid like i knew about death since i was young like death is not something i'm scared of but I do have to say that doesn't mean that I'm not, how do I say it? I will still react if I'm going to die. Like I will still like not fear death, but try and prevent myself from dying. So that doesn't necessarily mean I'm afraid to die. It's more like I'm going to prevent death for as long as I possibly can stay alive. Cause that's just something I biologically automatically do, of course. And when, you know, but being afraid to die, that's stupid. Life and death are one and the same thing. It's not even a, it, like people say it's two halves of a coin. It's not two halves of a coin. Without death, there cannot be life. And without life, there cannot be death, which means they're the same thing. So to hate, be afraid of death means you're afraid of life. That's why people are afraid to go out and do shit because they're afraid to die. If you're afraid to die, then you're not living, <laughs> you know? So I ain't afraid to die. All right, I'm going into the into the philosophy there. Yeah, speaking about they they're one and the same, and they exist within within the other. Mm-hmm. Life exists within death, exists within life, exists within death. Pretty much, you cannot have one without the other. It's impossible. It's literally impossible to have life without death and death without life. They're one and the same thing. Mm. Yeah, man. All right. I love them. I love them. <laughs> what is your highest authority? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what part of my timeline are you talking to? <laughs> In this now moment. In this now moment, 
My, you can you can give us like a a story of how you got there, but ultimately you want to know where you are in this moment. I love stories, so I'll give the story version on Um when I was younger, I hated church. I hated church for two reasons. The first reason is my mom always dragged me to church on a Sunday. And I didn't understand why I was dragged to this place. It's a Sunday. It's my day off. I want to chill out. Hated church for that. Second reason, church was boring. I didn't understand church. People are just there singing, dancing and putting loads of money to do the same thing again and again. And it didn't make sense. And people were very judgy. And I knew this from a very, very young age. So I just didn't like the church. Um, but when I got into my teenager years, that's when the depression and shit started. And so I went to church more. And then around that era was the, how do I say this? The, <laughs> what's it called? Renaissance of church in my life. <laughs> church was given mm. a whole new meaning. And then the highest authority when I was a teenager and a young adult would have been God. I would oh sorry, Sky Daddy. Sky Daddy was my highest authority uh around those years. But then when I hit, I guess around uni time, mid mid middle of my unit, so around 21, 2021, is when I was like, church isn't doing it for me. After the years of being in church, you realize no, my younger self was right. Church is dead. Like I don't like this place. This place is not all sunshine and roses. It's like that um, Outcast uh, music video when they say uh, roses really smell like boo hoo hoo hoo. That's what church felt mm. like. It's all roses on the outside. It looks nice, but when you go in there, it stinks. It stinks. I was like, I'm not about this life. So I left that. And I guess, I don't know. As I've gone on in the gone on in the years right now it's it's weird i'm in a weird state because it's not like i'm very spiritual i know that for a fact i'm very spiritual and i know that whether it's sky daddy or whatever being is out there i know that there's some sort of force i don't know what it is it might be sky daddy it might be something else i don't know but i know there's a force that surrounds us all holds and binds this entire universe and like we've said throughout this podcast that force had to we, we must have come from that source from that force that means a part of that force or source is in us so we are in ourselves a part of the grander uh grander scheme of life so I guess what I'm trying to do is like from your previous question, I'm trying to find myself and find answers from myself. Whatever being created me and put me on this planet. Like one thing I learned from church is like churches, the people in church are always praying saying, if you want stuff to be done, pray to sky daddy and sky daddy is going to do it for you. Anything you need, just pray to sky daddy and sky daddy will provide because if you pray to sky daddy, everything will come to you. And it, to me, it just felt like you're pushing all of your problems and worries onto Sky Daddy and that Sky Daddy is going to do everything and you don't have to do anything for yourself. But I feel like that's wrong. I felt like the whole point of life is for you to go through the trouble and the turmoil, 
good or bad, because that's what strengthens your soul. That's what's supposed to shape you and make you stronger. So right now, I guess the authority that's highest to me is whatever force created me and myself, because the force that created me is also in me. So I look into myself for answers and I look up at whatever force is holding this whole damn shebang together. (laughs) So I guess... And and I guess other people, I'll, I'll look at whoever I see as intelligent or someone who's wise. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll also get information from you because you're a wise person. I can get information from you. So, yeah, I guess that's a that's that's my answer. <laughs> if you understood that, I don't know. <laughs> hello, hello. Oh, oh, and your helmet. Oh. Hello? The return. The oh my return. Okay. god. Yes. <laughs> Did you get sucked into an alternate dimension? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my Bro, god. Bro, you, you were speaking some deep shit and then you just tapered off like <laughs> like a portal opened up and it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. It was definitely on my end. It was definitely because I saw my laptop <laughs> and all of a sudden it said, you are disconnected from the internet. I'm not disconnected. What the, what the from, fuck? From the internet, you know? Yeah, wow. dude. From the, from, from the whole internet. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, there was like a like a blink, blinking signal saying, you are not connected, trying to reconnect. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's peak. <laughs> Pretty well, much. I was literally about that, to that, message that you. That could be terrifying, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh-huh. so, it's so weird how reliant we are on technology that when you're disconnected for a little bit, it's like, oh, Oh, shit, my life is over. Oh, my God. It's facts. It's facts. Yo, when, when Instagram was down the other day, right, I was like, I, I, how do I describe it? I felt stressed. Like, I felt, I felt stressed. I understand. And I didn't think I was, let's say, addicted or, or attached to it like that. But I wanted to post something. I wanted to, you know, Kill. see somebody's story. And I was like, I cannot connect what's going on with this i open and close that i call people yo is your instagram okay is your instagram okay (laughs) you know and it was like wow yeah like we're really in this shit exactly dude i think it was (laughs) it it was across all of things i think it was uh facebook insta and whatsapp i think it was all just down yeah the the whole world for five hours imagine that and that's not even the whole internet exactly you know (laughs) and people were losing their minds Yep. Shit, happens. man. Happens. Yeah. We're fucked. <laughs> Robots are going to take over. <laughs> we are in this shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was the last thing you heard me say? Um, It sounded like you completed the thought. I don't remember exactly what it was now. Oh, yeah, you said your highest authority is a combination of the, the being that created you and put you here and of yourself. Yeah. That's it. Okay, yeah. yeah, we're done. Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. It was it was wrapped up very neatly before you got sucked away. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> the internet just went, no, no for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. All right. So this next question, I'm also going to give you a, an opportunity to define a term on your own terms. Oh, and, okay. and yeah, also see where you are. So... The question is, 
what is the greatest evil that you personally are capable of? What is the greatest evil I'm capable of? Holy shit. I don't even want to think about it. I actually don't Mm. want to even think about it. But that's the thing though, like we've already established that there's actually technically no such thing as good and evil. Everything is a perspective. Everything's grey anyway. Because you can see something as evil and something else can see something as, eh, it's not so evil. Or you can do something good and then someone will be like, that's pure evil. So, oh, what is the, okay, but to me, but to me, what is the greatest evil that I can do at this moment? Well, I, like at this moment, the greatest evil I can do. Yeah, what's the, so just in, in any of your timelines that you can imagine, what's the greatest evil that you'll be capable of? In any of my timelines, the greatest evil I can be capable of? I don't know. Oh, I don't. Uh, ah, okay. I, I have to. What is the greatest evil I can be capable of? Um, I. I don't know. Okay, I guess because of my okay, let's let's actually get into this. I don't want to think about it, but okay, that's a question. Um, I guess because of my personality, if I really don't um get too how do I say get too down on myself, I have a very charming, not charming, but I'd I say wacky, charming personality that just makes people like smile and be at ease. So I guess the greatest evil I can do is use that to my advantage to manipulate people. I guess I can put them into a sense of, um, oh, this guy isn't just a nice, funny, wacky guy and put their mind at ease and then just go into their lives and just fuck their shit up and just do whatever the fuck I want whilst they still think that I'm some kind of charming guy. Basically, actually, basically, like, turn into some sort of like devil, like some devil that can just charm people and then get them to do whatever the fuck I want. I guess that's the greatest evil. I guess get people to like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. I don't know. I don't okay. Know. I okay. guess, yeah, I guess just manipulating people into doing, not doing whatever I want, but manipulating them into thinking I'm something when actually i'm this evil guy and i'm like fucking up their life was yeah i guess so huh let's make that more pointed okay and go deeper all right under which circumstances would you murder not manslaughter murder someone Oh, that one's easy. That this isn't so funny. This is an actual easier question. I will murder anyone who uh fucks with my family, fucks with uh my closest friends. But I think I would one hundred percent go on a murdering spree if I actually find someone I'm fully in love with, and we start a family, and someone fucks with my family. I'm murdering the shit out of your entire fucking. Your, your entire family tree is fucked. Like, I'm just going to go on a murdering spree. If you, t- if you fuck with my wife, fuck with my kids, you're done for. I don't give a shit. I'll just lose all sense of anything. It's going to murder the shit out of anyone and everything. I just don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll burn the world. I think I would actually burn the world if anyone fucks with my wife and kids. Like, 
I, I understand that I have that in me because even with my sisters, I feel like if anyone fuck with my sisters, oh my lord, there is no corner of the planet that will save you <laughs> that you can hide in. That's, nah. So yeah, that that one was an easier question. Mm. So with the fire that you spoke that one with, we can skip over the next step and go straight into the you know what's after that. The next one would have been under which circumstances would you kidnap and torture someone? Oh, but <laughs> again, with the, with, with the way you delivered that one, it seems pretty, you know, yeah. it's clear to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's clear to me. Yeah, yeah. So, murder and even like kidnap, torture, these things that some people may define as evil. Yeah. Mm, it all, yeah, it's all relative. And they only have implications in this lifetime. So if I murder someone in this, in this lifetime, they're only dead once. I've only killed that person. Yeah. If you then found you had the ability to snatch a soul, to snatch a soul and torment someone for eternity, or at least for, for an you know, undefined amount of this thing we call time. So like eons, we're talking thousands, tens of thousands. You could snatch their soul. Under which circumstances would you soul snatch? And torture oh. someone over oh. eons. Oh, that one's a bit harder. That one's actually because murdering, like, like you said, murdering is just this one-time thing. You kill them, then they're gone, right? Even torturing, you can torture them and then kill them, but torturing is only for a finite time anyway, and then they're gone, it's over. But to bring someone back and torture them and then kill them and bring them back and then torture them and kill them, I feel like. Ain't nobody got time for that. Shit. I feel like when, doing, going to that degree means that you're putting too much emphasis on this person's life you're, or their essence. Like you're, you're giving them too much praise that they're so worth it. Anyone that I want to torture or kill is not worth me bringing back. Like, fuck you, you're gone. I don't want to see you or deal with you again. To bring back your soul, I'm literally like... I'm making your uh, existence more worthwhile than it is. I think what I would rather do, which is even more harsh, is take their soul and just put it in a place where they can't do anything. They just detach from existence in general or probably just destroy their soul. But even in that circumstance, that just seems to be too much more trouble than it is. (laughs) So I'm like... Man, fuck you, die. Maybe you'll be better in another life or whatever the fuck happens. But I got, I got, I got no soul snatching vengeance in me, man. I feel like that's that's putting too much. That's giving that existence too much. You know, nah. I, I got no time for you. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm. All right. So. Oh. Or did you disconnect again? But I'm connected. But I'm connected. What the fuck? Simplicity. You highly value simplicity and straightforwardness. You're going to have to say and that again. Because something is- I didn't hear you for a little bit. I, I think we disconnected just for a brief moment. Okay, do you hear me? Yeah, I, he- I hear you now. Okay, beautiful. So I was saying from what I've observed from the questions and your answers, like your responses yeah. so far, I can see that you you highly value 
simplicity and straightforwardness. Awesome. And if it's not that, it's like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I also see that you you have this fire, right? That that goes to to the depths of your being, and at the same time, it's sort of a like a toss up of why. Right, when do I actually bring this out? Like, when is it okay? to 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 you know burn the world and <laughs> when should i sort of hold that back and then so. what else comes up for me is i see that you're in a phase of exploration you're in a phase of exploration where you are open to whatever's coming there's like there's a concept called the the goddess and the explorer okay and it's one that i'm working with at the moment as well. And it's the sense of, you know, this world being the, the, the product of a greater and larger mind. And so in essence, being the goddess itself, and then we as the, the beings, like the, the beings in physical form are exploring that realm, exploring that goddess, and also exploring ourselves as we explore that, what, what seems to be an external world. Mm. And in this process of exploration, you have gone through a couple of different authorities. And at the moment you're, you have come to one that is closer to it, It's within you're coming to one that is, is within yourself and given up for the most part, external gods, in that sense, mm, kinda. Let's just. Mo- say, I say for the most part. Yeah, I I say whatever 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 sky daddy those people were praying to is not the sky daddy I want to pray to. Let's just say that I feel like right. they, they've 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 kind of got themselves wrong a bit as well. Mm. Now I say for the most part because mm. I would also extend the definition of. God, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, we've spoken quite a bit about science on this podcast, and science mm-hmm. is also a God. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Which, in a sense, is external. Um, as, as an institution, the scientific method is, uh, what do you call it? It's public domain. It's uh, open source, right? Yeah. But at the same time, there is a scientific conglomerate. Let's say there is a collective that holds themselves in in the highest regard as the pinnacle of science yeah and the scientific method yeah 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 i agree to that yeah definitely must go mm-hmm. yeah man so that's just like a quick a quick observation so that's that's what those questions were for so i am very straightforward and simple i like things simplistic but i have this fire in me waiting to see when to bring that out when you said that i was like yeah that's kind of that's kind of true i mean uh i i remember quite a few times in my life not just once quite a few times when people i think i remember one time specifically when this guy was with his girl and we were in a nightclub and he looked at me and he goes man you're so stiff come on man let yourself out man be free i know you got it in you why are you being so stiff let yourself out and i've heard that a lot of times throughout my life and people just look at me and they be like 
like, why don't you just just let go? <laughs> and I was like, what are you guys talking about? But now that I'm <laughs> older, I'm like, huh, maybe those guys actually had the right idea. And I'm the one that just didn't see that I was holding stuff back. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because there's a few different types of people that I've encountered, right? So some people appear to have no fire at all. And on the other extreme end of the scale are people with fire and totally reckless with the fire. <laughs> right. And so somewhere in between there are people that have fire, but have no intention at, and they know it, but they have no intention whatsoever to explore it or to bring it out. They're like, I'm good to just live a regular ass life. I don't ever want to see what's, what's up with this. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Right. There are people who, who don't know it. Mm, and it's going to take a sort of catalyst or trigger to activate it. There are people who, again, are under the, the side closer to not having it and want to fake having it. And then it comes out all fucked up and false. And so like, there's, there's probably six or seven different archetypes that I could draw just from that fire analogy. And where I see you in that scale is someone who knows they have fire and at the same time, someone who has burned shit down before. <laughs> and so there's like a, not an unease, but it's like, a, ah, I, I want to do this shit, but I ain't trying to burn down forests. Like I just, <laughs> I want to, to summon this fire to a point where I can cook a steak <laughs> if I want to, or I could light a bonfire, right? <laughs> that could, that can heat my family, you know, like whatever that may be. <laughs> right, just a way to harness that fire in in a responsible manner, but at the same time, like being able to be wild with it as well, and meeting somebody who can match your fire and who can who who values that warmth. I can you know, actually someone who's like, wow, I fuck with your fire, like it's <laughs> dope, like heat me up with that shit. You know, yeah, I can agree with you in some parts with what you just said. I can agree with some of that. Okay. Mm. Yeah, man. Oh, fucking psychoanalysis, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, funnily enough, like those questions, I, I didn't have that intention in mind. These are just the questions that came to me. And I was like, all right, let me just ask these shits. And then the picture started to come together during this conversation. Mm. It's very interesting. It is. I liked it. Mm. Yeah, man. There's there's a couple more pieces. They're not as, you know, in that in that sense. They're more they can be general, but with what we've established. Um, perhaps we'll be able to see it in a different light. So the next question I have is, is there something so true that it's worth lying for? Oh, shit. That's a good question. Wait, is there something so true that it's worth lying for? Holy yes. shit. That's a good fucking question. Um, I guess actual true love, I guess love, like, I think love is one of the strongest things in this world. I, I really do believe it is. And I feel like when you truly find a love for someone and you know that they love you back in the same kind of fashion and they, they're honest with their love. I think that is something that is worth lying for. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot, lots of people lie for love. Like you're like, I could, I could tell you this, or I can shut my face and tell you something else and keep this love burning. So yeah, I think love is something I would definitely lie for. <laughs> I would definitely mm. lie for love. Yeah. And what, what would that look like? What do you mean? Lying for love. So, mm, 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 what would that look like? That's a good question. Oh, what do I mean by lying? Maybe I didn't think this through. Maybe I didn't <laughs> think this through. <laughs> Wait, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Hmm. As as you do that, yeah, I'll just make the the listeners and probably also aware of something that has come up for me in the moment. Okay, and it's that quite often we say things we don't understand them. We we say it because it's our expression. Yeah, and then we use everything else. Like once it's out, it's like okay, so how can I understand this thing that I said? <laughs> That's so true. And it's like it's like that. It's <laughs> so true because I said it and it sounded right, and then when you questioned mm. it, I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> okay, okay. Let me let me go. Let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Okay. So if I was to ever find a woman that I fully like love and she loves me back, I want to love someone who loves me for fully who I am. So I want to actually be true and honest. So to say that our life love doesn't make sense. That's a massive contradiction. So what did I mean when I said I would lie for love? I guess, oh, okay, okay. I guess it means not that I will lie to her because to her and her to me, we will be fully, fully honest and true to each other. Really completely 100%. I guess I would lie to protect the love. And that means I would lie to other people to protect our love. I guess that's what I meant. So the only thing mm. I, that's true to me that I would lie for is my our love. So I will lie for out to keep our love. I would lie. So if someone's like, um, I guess, uh, let's say my girl killed someone, right? And someone came over and went, "Did your girl kill someone?" I'd be like, "Nope, she didn't do shit." <laughs> I'd lie for mm-hmm. her. I guess I guess that's what I meant. Mm. Because if All you right. can't if you can't stand with your partner, then if you can't ride and die with your partner, then what are you doing with your life? You know. Hey, fair enough, fair enough. So I want I want to take that one to the the next the next level, right. which is if there were so you've got your your partner right yeah you guys are, are loved up like yeah. you've got this dope ass bond this connection and it's cool. it's popping yeah right. And then you are given a premonition, which you know to be 100% true and accurate. Mm-hmm. And this premonition shows you that your partnership is destined to come to an end oh. when oh. another person comes into the picture and takes over because they have a, let's say, their destiny is to connect with the person that's been your partner, all right? And at the same time, you have the power to not let that happen. 
So when this person comes through now, let, let's say let's say you live in a town, and this person says, All right, I've been sent here on a mission to to seal this partnership with you know, and it mentions the name of this of your of your partner, and then you've got an option. You can say, yeah, you know what? She's that way. Or you could say, yeah, turn, turn right here, turn right and head two blocks to the left and keep going and you're going to find it. And then you know that you, yeah, I don't know, but he's not, you're not leading him to where he was intended to go. Would you tell that lie? Knowing that it could also be in your partner's best interest. So it's in her best interest that her destiny down the line from us is to meet up with this other guy. Yeah, it could be a, it could be a, a woman as well. Or a woman, it could be wherever, the, whoever. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in either case, the, the destiny would be your partnership coming to an end. So the destiny is that even though we met up, it's dope, it's amazing. Her, her destiny is to actually down the line to get with someone else. What would that make her life better? It's for the collective good. For the collective, what do you mean for the collective good? What do you mean? So let's say that you, so the connection that you, that the two of you have, right? Mm -hmm. Has formed a certain energy in the world. And it's a great energy, it's a dope energy, right? And then this, let's let's make it a woman. We're gonna make it a woman, right? So this woman comes along, and spicy. she's intended to connect with your partner now, yeah. right? And with, when this connection pops up, the energy that this is going to create will shift the evolution of the collective consciousness. Oh, for fuck's right? sake! But that only happens. That only works if if you step up, if you step aside. So you're okay. So the scenario basically is I have finally met the woman that I just fully love. It's great. It's amazing. But then I get a premonition that somewhere in the future, someday, another woman or person, whoever, is going to come and meet with my girl. And then together, they're going to do something that will push everyone forward. Yes. And then one day she shows up. And it's my decision to either connect them or to break them apart so they never yeah. meet. And would I Indeed. do it? Well, what would I do? Mm. Huh. This is a high, like, like, this is a scenario that I actually don't know unless I'm in. Okay, so. Uh, you know. Down deep down, I feel like I'm a I'm a selfish person deep down. I really do believe that. I feel like I'm a selfish person. Am I a selfish person? I think so. But how I selfish so. am I? <laughs> but how but the thing is, how selfish am I? That's the thing. Because to be honest, I don't because I don't like society. I don't think I've ever liked society as a whole. Like if I could burn if I could break society, I would. So a part of me is thinking that I would just be like, well, fuck you guys. You guys didn't do anything to help me. And I'll just turn the woman away. But in this situation, knowing that we will all move forward if those two get together, 
it's like, I don't know. I actually don't know. A part of me thinks that I would just turn her away, but I don't know if I'm lying to myself. Hmm. I don't know. What what would happen if everyone, if the social uh, group of thought moves forward? What actually happens? Is it like just good old days for the human race and we, what like, what happens exactly? Or is it that you don't know? It's just that we just move forward. Indeed. So don't, in this premonition, in this download, the only thing that you, you know is it will be a shift and an expansion in consciousness. And you have, so you get some images projected into you as well that you download. And these are images of um, where certain abilities have been rediscovered. Oh, right. for fuck's sake. That's so unfair. That's so unfair. <laughs> I would curse whatever did that, man. Oh, that's so difficult. Because the thing is, I have to be in the love. I think if I was in the love, then I'd know the answer. But I'm not in the love, so I don't know. If the love is as amazing as I think, then I'd probably be like, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. Stick with your basic shit. But I don't know. Oh, fuck. Okay, so of course, that's not actually saying that I'm, I might actually still find someone else after we break up. It's not like I'm going to be alone forever, right? Mm. Uh, Indeed. But still... The probability of that probabilities, you have to put the math into the equation as well. Finding someone with that kind of connection, will you find someone with that kind of connection again? Oh man. But then there's these extra abilities that come in. Maybe the extra abilities extend life, or maybe it makes you connect with people more. Um so my heart is saying that. I definitely just screw all of you guys over and just stay in love. But my brain is going, man, I don't know. He'll probably just let her go. I don't know. I actually don't know if that could, that's a hard question. I don't know. My initial, mm. my, I'm just going to go with the initial one. And I think I'll just be like, fuck you guys. Society doesn't deserve it. Fuck society. <laughs> you don't deserve to evolve. But to be honest, <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That one is a. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of those ones. Yeah. That's one of those ones. And that's exactly the level of confusion that I'd like to leave our audience with today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you guys do? People listening, what would you do in that situation? Because I know some people that are listening, you're already in relationships, you're already wifeyed or hobbied up with your partners, you're already in love. What if you got a premonition and this premonition was the same thing? You know that the collective consciousness, everyone on, the, on this planet, once this other person, man, woman, or they can be a mixture of both, we don't know, they come into the equation and you know, if your partner gets with this person, boom, we all move on to the next stage of evolution, regardless of whatever that is. It's just the next stage of collective consciousness. Would you do it? Would you let them go? What would you do? Would you say, screw society, fuck you guys, no evolution for you? Or would you be like, fuck it, man. 
Let's ride this whole new wave of shit. Because to be honest, I don't know. I'd probably say fuck you guys. <laughs> to be honest. I'd probably say that. Oh, man. Is that it? Is that the end? Or do you want to... you want to ask more... More questions or more want your ones? Or is that it? Or is that it? I, I have more. I have more, but... We can say I feel... I feel, yes. I feel that just through these these two weeks of this exercise, we've come up with a whole bunch of interesting shit to explore yeah. over the coming season. Okay. And yeah, man. Yeah. It's dope. I actually like that as well. <laughs> really messed with my mind there. <laughs> oh, man. What would you... Okay, like... Uh, I know, I know this was answering, I mean, asking me questions, but I'm just curious, what would you do with that same scenario? What would I do? Because that is a hard scenario. Yeah, it is. It is. Ah, man. To be honest. Yeah, so I've, I've been through enough sort of push and pull relationship dynamics, right? And uh, what do you call it? Like runner and chaser type situations. I've been involved in situations involving jealousy from from both sides, you know. And what I sense is that as much as I would want to hold on, just from an ego perspective, I know that it would be fucking up a certain energy flow that made the relationship dope in the first place. And yeah, I, I know that somebody who would be that connected to me would also be tapped into the fact that I'm hiding something. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to live so, with that as well. You have to live with the exactly. fact that you know that you turned this person away from them. Yeah, that's true. You have to live yeah. with it. Ah. Yeah, man. So I, I feel like one way or another, my sort of my emotional waves would would push me. So I, either I'd let go willingly, or I'd have to be dragged kicking and screaming. <laughs> oh. Yeah, one way, one way or another, I'd have to let go. <sighs> That's why I said I don't know, because yeah. initially, like like you said, like the the ego in me, the 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 heart will be like, I don't want to let go. Fuck you guys. This is my love. But then my brain is like, man, George, you know you would just let this thing happen. <laughs> I know you want to fly, George. Don't lie to me. You know you want to fly around this bitch. And I'm like, shut up, brain. <laughs> I want love. Oh, yeah, it's hard. I don't know. And the fact that, like you said, you have to live with your decision as well. But if you mm. turn this person away, it's, it's obvious that you won't be, it's always going to be at the back of your mind. Like, regardless of how much you want to push it away, it's going to be at the back of your mind that you made this decision. You're living with someone that you could have potentially made their life even better and you chose to stick, they, they stuck with you. So then, down the line, when something bad does happen, maybe you have an argument or something, in your head you'd be like, shit, maybe it would have been, we wouldn't have had this argument, it wouldn't be sad right now, maybe it would have been happy, shit. So then you'd be living with so much guilt and all of that shit. Mm. Well, I don't know. What would you guys do? 
That's actually a good thing to end it on. <laughs> yeah, man. Leave, leave a comment, man. Like, you know, send us a message or whatever. Yeah, I'd be interested to, to hear some answers on that. Actually, yeah. And on that note, I guess we can... You know what? I feel like we can end this season with these questions as well and ask, like, really raunchy, raunchy stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Thanks for the questions, man. I like that. You're welcome, man. My pleasure. <laughs> and yeah, we can end it like that. Leave comments. Thank you for listening. And we out. Peace.